Hello everyone and welcome back to the Lovely Freaks podcast. I'm your host Amanda and I'm Hannah and today we are going to talk about aliens. Yay. Excited. (laughs) I love aliens. Yeah we both like aliens a lot. Um, We like hearing about alien abductions and alien encounters and UFOs and things like that. So we're actually going to talk about one small little story um, this story happened in Pascagoula, Mississippi, and I kind of try to stick to our hometown. Well, we're not from Pascagoula, but from our home state, I guess you could say. And then we're going to tell you guys our UFO encounter. So we're pretty excited about that. Also, if you guys want to follow us on Instagram and Facebook, we're up there. Um, at Instagram, it is at lovely freaks podcast and then on facebook you can follow us there i think you can type in lovely freaks podcast on there as well and it should pop up so thanks for everybody that has subscribed if you haven't subscribed already go ahead and hit the subscribe button and leave this video a like if you like it and then go listen to our other two episodes that are up this will be the third episode we also have a trailer you guys can go listen to that and give that a like as well So I think that's everything we need to cover before we get started. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Without further ado, we're going to talk about the alien encounter. This encounter happened October 11th, 1973. Calvin Parker and Charles Hickson, they were fishing on the Pascagoula River in Mississippi. So Calvin actually wrote a book about this encounter. He was the younger of the two men. So he wrote a book and it was called The Pascagoula, The Closest Encounter, My Story. I didn't actually like read the book. I thought Mm -hmm. about it, but I don't know. It says that in the book um, that he wrote, it contains photos and documents and news articles and even like a transcript, I guess, of when they went to the sheriff's office. Yeah. Or sheriff department. So I thought about getting it, but... I don't know. I'm I'm cheap, and it was like yeah. twenty something bucks. <laughs> I was oh, like, mm, if I don't like this, <laughs> it's gonna be twenty dollars I just wasted. But I uh, so most of the information I got I got from like news articles and stuff like that. So that October day, they got off work and they decided to go fishing at a old abandoned shipyard, like pier type thing. Mm-hmm. Calvin says that it was around six o'clock. And a lot of these things that I'm going to talk about, like, were his, in his own words. And a lot of the stuff that I'm going to talk about happened, you know, that he's Just talking to him, about. not to his... No, they, they happened to both of them. Okay. But um, a lot of the articles, he was the one telling the telling stories. The story. Yeah. So, around 6 o'clock, um, it had just started getting dark. He also... Calvin noticed that there was, like, this bright um, light in the sky. And he thought it was the moon... But then he saw the moon, and the moon was really bright that night, which he thought was kind of weird. But he also saw this other light, and it was a blue light. He saw it reflecting off the water as they were fishing. Mm -hmm. And he said that he thought, okay, that's probably just, like, the police. They're coming to tell us, like, you know, we got to get out of here because this is private land or whatever. Um, But he looked up, and he realized that the light was coming from some sort of craft above them calvin says and i quote a big light came out of the clouds it was a blinding light calvin claims that from 
what he could tell the craft was kind of shaped like a football. Although there were lights all the way around it. But he said it was kind of hard to tell, too, because it was really bright, like blinding, you know? Okay, so it was like silver? Like shiny? They don't ever... He doesn't ever really say what colors the lights were or anything like that. He just says that, you know, it was a it was a blue, blue. light. Okay. So it was yeah. like he couldn't look at it. It was too blinding. But he could see the shape. Yeah, he could kind of make out what the shape was. And it was kind of shaped like a football. That's weird. I've never heard of football. Yeah, that's shape. what I was thinking. I was like, well, usually it's always like round or yeah. like or a like saucer. Or like a triangle sometimes. Yeah, or a triangle. Mm-hmm. He said that he thinks, he estimates it was about 80 foot around in in diameter and it made no sound at all sorry if y'all just heard that my my husband's playing with my daughter in the other bedroom um okay sidetracked so yeah he said it made no sound at all except for well he said it had a slight hissing sound which i don't really know like the difference but so then he claims that then it took a turn. I don't know what really that means. I guess it turned up on its side. And this is where it gets kind of crazy. So three legless creatures floated out of the spacecraft. Three. Three legless. legless. Yeah. Yeah. Legless creatures. Which I thought was really strange. Yeah, so three legless creatures, which I've never heard of anybody say that they've seen an alien that was legless, but there's a first for everything, I guess. Um, One of of the crafts, he says, uh, the crafts, one of the creatures, creatures, um, he said one of the creatures had no neck and was gray with wrinkly skin. He said the other one had a neck and looked to be female. Like I guess she had female features. Oh, like boobs I don't know. And stuff, I don't know I if that means she had like breasts or maybe she just looked more feminine. Hair or yeah, like hair maybe. I couldn't find what that meant exactly, but both of the creatures they had like crab claw hands. That is so weird, yeah. but cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard like a description like this. Yeah, it's really strange. Um, so he didn't describe them as like, you know, most of the time people describe them as tall and lanky and big yeah. heads or whatever, but he didn't do that. So it's really strange. So they floated. So he was still so they the were, pier. Yeah, they were all, floated. so him and, so Calvin and Hickson, they were mm-hmm. seeing this, you know, thing float towards them and these creatures float towards them out of the mm-hmm. spacecraft. Then he says one of the creatures grabbed his arm. He was scared, but said that it was a feeling of, like, peace. Parker says, and I quote, I think they injected us with something to calm us down. I was kind of numb, but went along with the program. So, like, he was scared, but whenever they grabbed his arm, like, all of a sudden he felt, like, calm. And, like, okay, I'm supposed to go with them, you know? Okay. So So, they must have, like, injected him. I'm thinking probably, I mean... Otherwise, you know, obviously they would be kicking and screaming and fighting. Yeah. But he said that they didn't feel like doing that at all. Calvin then says the that they begin kind of floating them into the spacecraft, him and Hickson. And they began to do physical experiments on the men. So, 
I thought that was part was really crazy too. So he doesn't remember like walking into the spacecraft. He just remembers like almost like somebody like they grabbed him by the arm and then he just kind of floats into the spacecraft which would be really weird now he doesn't go into any detail in the articles that i read about the physical examinations i don't know about the book he may but like i said i didn't buy the book um but yeah i just i wish he would have went into but you know a lot of people when they talk about their alien abductions or whatever they don't remember they're like they remember yeah. going into the spacecraft but then they don't remember exactly what they did to them yeah like, like the, they drugged them or something yeah kind of they must have drugged them that's what i'm thinking so then after the exam and after they probed and prodded them and all that they took them back to the riverbank and they just laid them on the riverbank calvin didn't really want to tell anybody remember he was the youngest guy yeah. and he didn't really want to tell anyone because he thought that Everyone would think he was crazy or, you know, he was actually not from the, he wasn't actually from Pascagoula. He was from another small town, mm-hmm. but he came there for like work. And so he didn't want it to get back to people in his hometown. Plus he was about to get married and he just didn't want like the publicity and everything like that. But Hickson, on the other hand, who was an older man, he wanted to tell people and he wanted to figure out what happened to them. So, they called Keesler Air Force Base first, which here in Mississippi, Keesler Air Force Base is like um, a military base, and it's down on the coast, which my husband goes there a lot. Goes there a lot. Um, and then the Keesler Air Force Base told them to contact their local police, because I guess they didn't really know what they were talking about, and they probably thought they were crazy. So, they contacted the Jackson County Sheriff's Office. So... After they contacted the sheriff's office, the sheriff's department um, went and picked the men up, and he actually thought, the sheriff thought that they were, like, drunk or they were lying or whatever. So they interrogated them for several hours. They left the room and kept recording, uh, going to see if they, so they, so they left the, they interrogated them. Yeah. They left the recorder there. And then they left the room, but they left the recorder recording. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if it was hidden or maybe it wasn't. Maybe they just didn't realize. So the sheriff's office thought, okay, we're going to leave this recorder here. And obviously when we leave the room, like, these guys are going to be like, oh, we got them. Yeah. You know, like, this is a bunch of bullshit and blah, blah, blah. But actually they didn't, like, they kept talking about how terrified they were, the guys. They yeah. were, like, discussing, you know, I can't believe this just happened to us. And they kept it up. So, the Captain Glenn Ryder of the Sheriff's Department said, quote, We did everything we knew to try to break their story to see if they were lying. If they were lying, they should be in Hollywood. Basically saying, you know, they were really yeah, good actors. They <laughs> did they, when was this again? This was in 1973, I believe. Okay. Yeah, 1973. So, did they have a breath? test you know breathalyzer Breathalyzer. i don't know if they had breathalyzer i think they did maybe question mark they might have came out with those in the 80s they could have um tested them yeah well they weren't drunk yeah they figured that out they thought they were when they first called in to the sheriff's department so but they weren't so they proved that they weren't so that wasn't an excuse Mm -mm. no that wasn't an excuse for them to be 
you know, talking all this crazy nonsense or what the police thought was nonsense. So overnight, it became national news. Within a matter of days, there were tons of investigators out there. So they had like, you know, the paranormal investigators and the the people that love to investigate aliens. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what they're called. The people that love to investigate, investigate aliens. It's me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so there was tons of people out there. A lot of people called them liars. And some people said, well, maybe they had like an episode of sleep paralysis, which. Well, that would be really weird. That would be weird for both of them to have it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the exact same story. Yeah. The exact same story. And just the simple fact, like sleep paralysis usually doesn't manifest in that way. It usually has to do with like, you know, your own personal demons or whatever. Or you might have like a a ghost experience or something like that. So And if they were both both lying, why did the younger guy was like, Hey, I don't really want to be a part of this? Why wouldn't he be like, Yeah, I saw that too and they were both lying about it. Yeah. You know? He was trying to hide it and the older guy wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And tons of like alien enthusiasts flocked there and they would like sit on the hood of their cars at night to like catch a glimpse of the spacecraft. Mm-hmm. So it it got pretty popular. Charles, Mr. Hickson, was forty two at the time of the abduction abduction and he loved talking about it so much that he actually went on Johnny Carson. Like the Carson show, which I thought was pretty crazy. And Calvin, you know, I took, said he was the younger one. He was actually 18. So he, there was a pretty big age difference yeah. between the two of them. But later on, Hickson... So Calvin would say that, like, there's no way that... It's not like Hickson got famous off of this. Yeah. Like, I think he was even... At one point, he was even having to, like, pay... Cause I think Hickson died in 2011. So before that, Calvin was having to, like, help him pay some of his electrical bills and stuff like that. So it's not like they got rich off of it. And I think Hickson wrote a book, but I couldn't find that one anywhere. I saw a mention of, like, him kind of writing a book, but the only one I could find was by Calvin. And he didn't write that one until later. Mm. Because at the time when this happened... After everything happened and people, some people were calling them liars. Some people were saying that they, you know, weren't liars and there was just a lot of publicity. Calvin actually left, got married. He went to a different state and he kind of just like put it behind him. So I guess until recently, I think it was 2018 was when he did an interview with the Sun Herald. And today... Like, in the spot today, if you go to Pascagoula, there's a historical marker in the place that it happened at the Lighthouse Park to commemorate the story. So, also, what's crazy about this is that wasn't the only person that... Those weren't the only two people that saw something that night. So, there was tons of people that came forward. Granted, it was after the fact, so you got to take what people are saying with a grain of salt. But after word got out, there was a lot of people that came forward and said, yeah, we saw blue light on the Pascagoula River. Did they say it was the same shape as they were saying? They didn't say that it was the same shape, but they did say it was a bright blue light. And they, okay. they couldn't tell whether or not what shape it was. When Was this when, like, the story just came out? or 
Yeah, it was not too like, long after. Like, there was after. no details? Because I was going to say, if there wasn't any details and they didn't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, I think, I think that it, I think it was, they were saying, they had already come out in the newspaper okay. and everything, saying that they saw a big blue light. And so that's why I'm saying you got to take what these people are saying with a grain of salt. However, there was a woman named Maria Blair. She said, quote, I saw, no, she said, I was watching two men being abducted by a UFO. So she claims that she saw them literally floating up into the air. (laughs) And she says that she saw the creatures and all that. But I don't know. Um, All these people's accounts came out after the initial story had broke. So I thought it would be, you know, it'd be kind of cool if it wasn't like if that night they got tons of calls coming in. Cause you know, Mm -hmm. that episode of murder mysteries. No, not murder mysteries. What was it? Shout out to Bailey Syrian though. Uh, (laughs) Oh yeah. Uh, We watched so many things. Oh my gosh. What is it? Yeah. It's on Netflix. Mystery murder? No. No. Hang on. Y'all. Wait, you gotta... It's gonna get on my nerves because I literally know. Here, I'll look it up and you keep talking. Okay. She's gonna look that up because I can't think of it right now. But that's pretty much the whole story. I mean, it's really short, like I said. Really short story. But I thought it was super crazy. And I thought the fact that, like, they had... The legless creatures. Like, that was insane to me. I've never heard anybody say that. And one of them, like, didn't have a neck. Unsolved mysteries. Unsolved mysteries. I knew it was something with mysteries. Yeah. Okay. That was really bothering me. Yeah. I've only watched that show my entire life. I should know. What? Wow. We have so many murder mysteries that we watch that, like, it gets tangled up. And I'm like, uh, one of those. Murder mystery? Murder this, murder that. Which one? Which one is it? So, okay, now we can talk about our story. Okay. So let's dive into that one. I think we should start with, like, pretty much our entire family. Like, Todd. Yeah, so. Granddaddy saw I was going to talk about that, but I don't really remember every single detail. Hmm. So let me just start by saying, um, we had my grandmother. It was grandmama that saw it. Yeah. And it was my uncle Todd. Rest in peace. And he, so I think he saw it first. And I think he said he saw it behind Grandmama's house, maybe. Or maybe on the road behind her house. I don't remember. But he said that he saw, if I remember correctly, I believe that he said he saw like a like a big light or something mm-hmm. like that. Do you remember that story? Yeah. yeah. It was the exact shape, too, as um, what we saw. What Dad saw and everything, mm-hmm. y'all. With the... Um, it was circular, and there was a lot of lights. And he saw it, and it didn't make any noise. And then it just, like, disappeared mm-hmm. really yeah. quickly. But I couldn't remember if he was driving on the road or if he was just... If he was out in the middle of the field. I, I want to feel like it was, like, directly behind her house. Yeah. Maybe not. I know Grandmama was. She was driving home, and it was around the area where she lives. And she... Granddaddy was asleep in the passenger seat and I remember that clearly because he thought that maybe she was like seeing something because yeah. she didn't he didn't believe her. 
<laughs> so she said that she saw a big bright light. That's what it was. And, but I think that's all she saw. She didn't hear anything or. Yeah. And then know. it just went away mm-hmm. quickly without any sound. Yeah. But it was a really bright light, like blindingly light. Bright, not light. So that brings us to what happened to us. So it was me. Hannah, my sister, but she was a baby, so you can't really contribute to the story no. much. <laughs> but I can, I remember, I, I've heard the story. Yeah, so life, many so. times, yeah. And my mom and my dad. So for anyone that's going to think that I'm going to be skeptical when I say this, obviously all three of us seeing this in the car together, like I can understand somebody thinking that my uncle didn't really see it because he was by himself. My grandmother didn't really see it because she was kind of by herself. My granddaddy was asleep in the car when she saw it so all three of us saw the exact same thing and to this day if you ask us this story individually we'll tell you the exact same thing that happened Mm -hmm. so we were driving home down i'm not going to say where my parents live but we had to go south on highway 49 and highway 49 is really long for anybody that knows so we were driving and i remember seeing something right over the top of the trees And I thought it was an airplane. I was young, but I wasn't that young. I was probably like 12, 13, somewhere in there. So you were like two or three. And I remember telling mom, I was like, hey, what's that? Because I I watched it for a while and I thought, okay, that's just an airplane. It's just going to keep going, but it never moved. Like it was just there. It was just floating. Or either it was like going with us. I couldn't figure out which one. So it freaked me out. But I said, hey, what's that in the sky? And mom looked over and dad looked over and they were like, I don't know. And, you know, mom, she was like, what is that? (laughs) Dad was like, I don't know. What is that? So we finally get to where it continues to, like, stall in the sky or follow us. We can't tell which one it's doing. But we finally get to where we're going to go off and we're going to go towards where we live. So... We get to some railroad tracks. We have to go over these railroad tracks to get to the other side where our house is or where our our property is. So we get to the railroad tracks and we stop. And when we stop at the stop sign, the spacecraft or UFO, whatever you want to call it, it stops too. But at the time, mom couldn't tell, like, we couldn't really tell, is it just hovering there or is it literally stopping when we stop? We couldn't tell. So what mom does is she kind of like punches it real fast Mm -hmm. and she, then she stops abruptly and when she stops, it moves for a second and then it stops. So it like, it was was like catching up. Yeah. Yeah. And then at that moment we could tell like, oh, it's following us. Yeah. And like, I don't know if you've ever had like your heart drop to your butt, but but that's the feeling that I had of like, this is real. This is real life. This is happening. We're fixing to get abducted. Gonna, like, yeah, yeah. I would have thought that too. <laughs> yeah. Um, that or, you know, the government's fixing to kill us. I don't know which one. So, <laughs> so my mom freaks out and she's like, oh my God, it stopped when we stopped. And she did it again and it did it again. And it, it, it moved and then stopped almost like it, it wasn't right on track with us, yeah. but it was but catching it was like, up. Do you think it was mimicking y'all? I don't know. It was weird. 
So dad was like, get to the house. Like he freaked out. And he yeah. was like, get to the house. So she drives like super fast to grandmama's because we, we all live on the same property. The same property. So my grandmother's house was first, but he wanted to get to grandmama's and get out and go get her and let her see it because he didn't want us to be the only ones that saw it. I guess he thought, you know, he didn't want anybody to call us crazy or whatever. So we get to grandmama's house. This is where um, shit gets real. So we get to <laughs> we get to my grandmother's house and my dad goes, he j- jumps out of the car and he runs inside to get my grandmother. And at that time, the spacecraft or UFO was directly above our car. And I remember being the scaredest I've ever been in my entire life because I thought, okay, we're supposed to get sucked up in this thing and that's it. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm listening to... It was, it was terrifying. Was it really close? I remember close? it, it like... was like tree high. Okay. So it wasn't like super close, but it, it was... it wasn't too far away. No, 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 no. Not like a plane. It was like No, no, it was... No, you could see, clearly see it. Yeah. And have you ever like... Do you ever remember something from when you were younger? Not that much younger. I mean, like I said, I was still... I was a teenager. Yeah. I think I was 13. Maybe 14. I was older. So I clearly remember it, but... It also kind of feels like a dream, mm-hmm. but then I was like, I know it wasn't a dream because Everybody mom and dad were there. It, yeah. yeah. But so I remember mom stepped out of the car, which first of all, what? <laughs> and then you stepped out. Of the and car. then I stepped out of the car. Of course, if your mom's going to step <laughs> yeah. out of the car, you're going to step out of the yeah. car. And so, which to this day, I think back, I'm like, that was dumb. We should have just like put that bitch in reverse and like left as it was like hovering over us, but whatever so we both step out of the car and we look up and all I remember seeing is that it was really really round I mean we're talking probably the size of a bus like a school bus but it's in a circular you know Mm -hmm. circular saucer type and we saw lights underneath it there was lights all the way around it what what color were they were they like I just remember them being white lights and maybe some blue but mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly what all other colors there were. So there were lights all the way around it. And then there was absolutely no sound. Like none at all. Not even a hissing sound like the guy, the story yeah. that I was telling you. Was there, was the trees moving at all? Like I know it no. was close. So it didn't, that was like, another thing no I was going to say. No, no. So it wasn't like, you know, if you have like a helicopter, if you have blades on something, yeah. there's going to be like trees are going to be whipping around. No, it was directly above the tree line. Like, we're talking, mm-hmm. if an alien would have, like, reached his har- arm out, touched the tree. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, that's how close they were to the trees. Like, dude could have, like, tickled the treetops. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, it was directly above the trees. And it had absolutely no sound. And it was so still and quiet outside. Yeah. That was so eerie. It was like... You couldn't hear. You could have heard a pin drop like two counties away. Like I felt like that's how quiet yeah. it was, which is really weird. Like a deafening silence. And it's weird too because in movies they make like a weird like sound too. In the in like movies? like in movies when they talk about UFOs and stuff. Like yeah, but there's like not. But most sound. people, most people yeah, but that real life experience, most people most are like, people no, say, it was silent. Yeah, it was super silent, and so. All we remember is it turned up on its side, kind of. 
and then it just we blinked our eyes and it was gone like literally you just blink and it was gone and daddy said that he had just stepped out of the house with grandmama when it like just took off like took off yeah it was crazy so after that i slept on the couch for a long ass time (laughs) um but do you remember i might freak you out with this story and do you remember when you were little what you would say when you were like five and six Mm -mm. you remember telling us that you would see like a bright light in your room do you remember that (laughs) oh shit have they taken me? Am I really an alien? And they... I don't know. You don't remember us? You don't no. remember telling us that? Uh-uh. I think it was, you were like five or six, and you only did it, I think you only said it like once or twice. One time, I think you actually told mom something about, like, you woke her up, and you said that there was like a bright light outside your window, and you were like, you couldn't sleep because the light was so bright or something mm-hmm. like that. She thought that maybe you were just having like a dream or something. So, and then, I think it was another time when you told us that there was a bright light in your room. Like, Mm -hmm. from your window. Coming from your window. Yeah. Crazy. I'm an alien. Yeah. (laughs) They They were just checking on you. (laughs) They saw me, and they're like, oh, that's a cute baby. And then they checked up on me. She's a redhead. Maybe we need to check into that. (laughs) You need to check on her. So, yeah. That's, That's the end, you guys. We have reached the end of this podcast episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed our story. That's also, comment down below your stories. We want to hear your stories about yeah, alien and experience. right, yeah, you can comment any alien experiences you guys have had. You can comment down below, and also if you have an alien experience that you want us to tell, don't forget to go to our Instagram or Facebook. And I might even put our email, because we have an email, and I might mm-hmm. put it on there, so that way you guys can email us your stories, because we really want to tell, like, a listener story. I think that'd be really yeah. fun. Like, we but, can just tell, a, like, a long list of everybody's story. Yeah, we'll pick, like, a few. But definitely write, like, descriptive detail, like, like you're writing a script for someone to read, so that way, because, you know, obviously... We don't know your story. We don't live your life. So yeah. <laughs> just and make like sure. what it looks like and everything. See if it was yeah. the same as ours. Yeah. Any alien stories that you guys have. Also, if you have any other stories that aren't alien related, you can write those too. I mean, we'd love to hear any kind of things that you guys have. Like ghosts or... Oh, yeah. Definitely ghost experiences. I think the next thing we're going to do is different types of... So there's this one... That's also a Mississippi story. It's the Witch of Yazoo. Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. It's pretty interesting, but it's kind of short. And I couldn't find a lot of detail on this so-called witch. Well, I might not need to say so-called, because she might come haunt me. Yeah. This witch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't I don't know. We might. I might throw, like, a bunch of different ones in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to do Marie Laveau from New Orleans. I haven't heard that one. Uh, bank you know that's on the american horse american horse story yeah, yeah. okay i really okay. want to do that one that'd be really fun so i might pick a dif- different ones from different states and do that i probably should have done that with this alien one because it was so short the alien story of the guys but yeah. but we, we threw in ours yeah and we threw in our experience so hopefully this this was the right length for you guys i guess that's it can you think of anything else no. Mm-mm. Yeah. 
definitely crazy. Um, a lot of people, like, <laughs> a lot of my boyfriends that I would tell that story to, even my husband, like, he, I mean, we've been together for 11 years, but still to this day, he just kind of looks at me like, hmm, probably didn't happen. <laughs> like, you know, I'm just like, no, it happened. <laughs> no one believes me. And that's, and that's crazy. the frustrating thing. Yeah. I think that's why I do believe a lot of these alien abduction stories because, why wouldn't people believe them? Yeah. There's got to be extra life. And also, this year, we've kind of proven it because we, we heard, Well, like, the government. Yeah. The government. They came out and Like, you'd said, think people would be like, hey, we're not the only ones. Come on, guys. Yeah, I definitely don't think we're the only ones in the universe. And, like, I'm a Christian, so... And we're both Christians. Mm-hmm. But I still believe that there's other life. I mean, I don't, I don't think that we're the only people that God made, you know? Yeah. And that might start... That might start a riot debate... But <laughs> that's just my beliefs. I don't believe, you know, I think if God made us, he could have made other things as well. Yeah. So, anywho, but we hope that you guys have a great night and go ahead and give this video a like if you liked it and hit subscribe and follow us and then go follow us on all our social media. We'll have a link down below. And that's it. See you guys later. See you guys later. Bye. Bye.